0: Welcome to the Soul Service Podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia Burtnick. I am a spiritual life coach, energy healer, and psychic medium on a mission to help you heal, awaken, and expand your light and consciousness. If you are a spiritual seeker ready to learn, grow, and live and breathe your purpose here on this earth, you are in the right place, my friend. Together, we are gonna dive deep into opening our hearts, healing our shadows, connecting with our souls, and erasing our vibes, So you can live your best life ever. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Service Podcast. It is such a pleasure to be tuning in with you here today. And if you've been enjoying the podcast, it would mean so much to me if you could go over to iTunes and leave a rating and review. When you do that, it really helps boost the show's rankings so it gets seen by more people which in turn lets me help more people and that's my goal in life so if you could support it that way I would be so so grateful and as always I am grateful for all of your support the way you share it on Facebook and Instagram and just oh, you guys are amazing and I love you so much so thank you for all of your support All the questions you send in, the feedback you give me, it's just so appreciated. So thank you and I love you guys. So on today's episode, I want to talk about stepping into your authenticity on a deeper level and the fears that come up around that. So throughout my spiritual awakening, I have hit new layers of stepping into my authenticity along the way. So this is a process, it's not just one and done. You're always going to be deepening, you're always going to be stepping into new layers and new depths of your authenticity, of using your voice, of sharing your beliefs. There's always going to be new levels. Now. This is something that I have dealt with in my life and so many of you have talked to me about and I help my clients through where they're afraid to step into their true authenticity because they're afraid of judgment or rejection, losing love and just being bombarded by other people's beliefs and opinions, particularly around family. And, you know, family, we love them, we love them to pieces, but they can sometimes be the worst. And we have to learn to navigate that. So you know, during my own spiritual awakening, I went from being this pretty straight laced person in the military, I didn't really have a lot of my own beliefs. I had the military beliefs, I had my the beliefs from my parents. and. I wasn't truly myself, and I was always trying to do everything I could to fit in. So I would morph myself into being someone more likable. And I went from that into my spiritual awakening and starting to learn about who I was and what I'm meant to do. And it's been a journey. I mean, I started it in 2016 we're looking at 2020 so it's it's been 4 years over well over 4 years now and it it has it has really been a journey you know going from that straight lace trying to fit into being able to set boundaries and learning how to keep my heart open and learning how to talk about the things that i'm moving into has been an interesting and often scary practice. And you know, spirituality is something where for as mainstream as it is, it's not. You know, I grew up religious. I grew up Catholic, well I was baptized Catholic and I I was Catholic for about the first seven years of my life and then converted over to Orthodox. And it was very strict. And there was a lot that I didn't understand within it. And it's because I was seeing the side of people versus the side of God or spirit. And I never felt like I fit in. It, it, it didn't make sense to me back then why I had to sit in church in order to feel God. I just, I didn't understand these things. I felt I felt God, Spirit, Source, Creator, when I was in nature. I felt it when I hugged my grandmother. I felt it when I pet my dog. I felt it all around, but I, I didn't understand why if I didn't go to church, I would be unworthy of feeling that, unworthy of God's love in some way. So I kept a lot of those questions to myself because I would be berated if I asked questions if I held alternate views so I I didn't I didn't learn to ask those questions anymore I learned to be silent so when I started my actual spiritual awakening I did the same thing I stayed very silent and I did find little groups here and there where I could start talking about these things start learning but for the most part I was I was by myself and truthfully, it was very lonely. But I continued to allow myself to learn and grow and develop my voice in a way that felt safe to me. And and this is the path. I mean, some people can come out just guns blazing and... They're really strong in speaking their truth and really strong in standing in their authenticity. And that's beautiful. And then there's others like myself and perhaps like you if you're listening to this episode where you feel the need to protect yourself more. And neither is wrong. They're, they're just two different ways of being. And, you know, oftentimes as we are developing our voice, especially. And this is, you know, developing our voice. We may have things, we may have traumas and beliefs from childhood. We may have it from past lives. We may have soul contracts and karma contracts where we have to learn to use our voice. But while we're developing our voice, it can be really scary to share that authenticity with others, especially others who might judge us and who we may be afraid of losing love from so for myself i always had an easier time talking to strangers because i had no attachment to strangers if strangers didn't love me and this is this is also something i grew into because i used to have a big attachment to whether strangers liked me or not but eventually talking to strangers became easier because if they didn't like me i could just find new strangers but if i did it with my family i was afraid that i wouldn't be loved that i would then just lose that love and relationship and it would be over because they wouldn't understand and this is a common fear for everyone going on the spiritual path because when we're going against likely what we were brought up to be brought up to believe we're going against the majority of mainstream. And, you know, a lot of the things that we end up diving into might seem crazy. You you know, when you when I started my spiritual journey, I didn't think that I would be talking to angels, or channeling beings, or spirits of past loved ones. I didn't think I would be believing in or talking about half of what I talk about today. I just knew that I had a soul calling and I had to go in this direction, but I had no idea where it was going to lead me. And a lot of what I talk about today, like the fact that I can channel beings, the fact that I can connect with past loved ones. Um, I mean, it sounds crazy. It does. The fact that I know things before they happen, the fact that I can use energy healing and read people's energy, and and have their spirit team and my spirit team drop in things that no one else would know about that person, but I I know, or I can feel things in their body. I mean, to a quote-unquote normal person, but no, none of us are normal. Like, it sounds crazy. And you know, my partner and he—I love him to pieces. Um, he bugs me every once in a while, and he says, "You know, some of the things that you that you say are quite tinfoil hatty." And I know he's just joking with me, and I'm like, "Well, if the hat fits, it fits. Like, I'll just wear that tinfoil hat with pride, right?" Um, but I mean, truthfully, that's kind of what it can feel like. And when we are stepping into that authenticity it can feel like we're going out in public and putting on that tinfoil hat for the world to see. And it's even scarier when we potentially wear that hat in front of family because family is the ones that often judge us the harshest. And it's always because they want the best for us. But remember that when someone wants the best for us, it is based in what is actually best for them to want for us. So it's based on their understanding. Just like when you were, when you go to buy a car, the car salesman will often show you what's best for the salesman to show to you, not necessarily what is best for you. So that's where you need to be able to stick to what you actually need, what your boundaries are, what your desires are, what your truth is. And even when it comes to asking for advice from anyone, You know i will teach my clients i will teach you but if you were to ask me just for advice i'm going to ask you questions so that you can find it within yourself because even if i were to give you advice it would still be the advice that is best for me to give to you not necessarily what is truly best for you so a good coach guides you through asking the questions so you can find the answers for yourself. And they teach you and give you the tools so again, you can find the answers for yourself. So when we are, when we are sharing our authenticity, especially with family, they are gonna want the best for us from their own perspective. And that's why you'll, you'll get a lot of pushback. So if you are starting a spiritual business, they might tell you to go get a real job because they may not be able to understand how you can earn money doing what you do. They may think you're, you're a little bit kooky and like, who would pay you to do spirit readings or to be a coach or to be a medium? who would pay you to heal them energetically. You're not a doctor. You're like a witch doctor. There there may be judgments coming up because they, they can't understand it. And truthfully, they may never be able to understand it. And there comes a point where You will have evolved enough to be your authentic self and to also meet them at their level. And you will have evolved enough to set boundaries and you will have evolved enough to understand where they are coming from and have compassion for them. You know, not everyone in your life is going to grow at the same speed as you. They're not going to be at the same level as you and that's okay. There are going to be people that are going to fall out of your life naturally, and that's not a bad thing. And there's going to, because whenever somebody falls out of your life, it gives you more room to attract new people, to attract new opportunities. You know, I've, I've made a commitment recently to go even deeper into speaking my truth with you, to being even more in my authenticity. And truthfully, the reason I wasn't fully stepping into all of my authenticity is because of a couple things. So one, I was afraid of being too much and I am still working on it and there's no shame in that. So one, I was afraid of being too much and two, especially because I have friends and some family that follow me, I was afraid of losing their love now what's interesting is so this past weekend i went through this huge growth thing and i was met because of some of the things i was sharing because i was sharing alternate views asking questions i was met with a lot of judgment and blaming and shaming and I, it was very hurtful it was very hurtful And I was experiencing the fear that I was most afraid of, where I was experiencing that loss of love. And I had family unfollow me on social media. I had friends unfollow me on social media. And... My initial instinct is that this hurts because it does, it does hurt. And all of the lashing out that was directed at me hurt. Like it broke my heart. And the lashing out that occurred was based in fear energy it wasn't based in truth and it was based in assumption and I get it having the understanding that hurt people hurt people has made it a lot easier for me to understand where people are coming from and having lived in fear energy and anger and lack energy and victimhood for so long, I understand why people are coming from that. And especially because I do so much belief work with my clients, whether it's through theta healing or coaching, I am constantly working on helping my clients change their beliefs, even through the podcast, helping you change your beliefs so that you are empowered versus disempowered. Because so much of what we're taught actually holds us back rather than propels us forward. So it can be oh, it can be hurtful and painful and frustrating to have to deal with the judgments when you step into your authenticity. But at the same time it can be very freeing. And if you can keep your heart open, if you can not react but instead respond from love, trust me it makes a huge difference. So it was very interesting and universally aligned that all of this happened this past weekend where I was being blamed for things and shamed and lashed out at and where people unfollowed me on social media, people that I that I love and care about. Because it, it did a few things. So I was able to, for the first time, be seen in my, my, my full authenticity. Because before, honestly, I was being kind of vanilla. And being vanilla, it gets you so far. But at some point, you do need to step into your authenticity, which includes having that strong point of view. Now, you don't have to have a strong point of view on everything, but you are going to have a strong point of view on some things. And that's where, that is truthfully where you shine the most. And it's okay if your strong point of view changes as you grow. We're not meant to be static. So I was met with all of this. And this was a beautiful lesson because I have actually been talking to people lately in my inbox where they are wanting to step into their authenticity and they're afraid. And I had to lead the way and experience the judgment and all of those negative feelings in order to move through it and come out the other side so that I can then lead you through it. So with all this judgment that came up, I actually went and had conversations on the phone with family members. And instead of trying to prove that my beliefs are right and their beliefs are wrong, which I don't believe, I I believe that both beliefs are true, they are of different vibrational levels. One... One set is based more in fear and one set's based more in love. But rather than trying to change them, I made sure that they were okay. And if they weren't okay, I just made sure to express my love to them. And I set boundaries around that. So at this point in time, for likely upcoming family events, my partner and I might not be included because of the virus. And that's that's okay. So there's a couple of beautiful things that happened beca- as a result of all of this, this judgment and blame and shame and lashing out, is one, I deepened my authenticity and I... I believe i entered a new paradigm for the relationships that i have and then my partner also stepped up and set very strong boundaries and supported me very deeply and it actually deepened our relationship together so some of the things that were, were discussed is not being included in family events until they feel safe and that's that's fine we're doing it from a place of love we're we're making sure and it was communicated very clearly that even though we have different beliefs that they need to feel safe and not to like let them miss out on life miss out on dinners miss out on family time because of us and that's there was there was some blame going on there where we were being blamed for a cancellation of a family dinner because I cannot, for medical reasons, and will not wear a mask. I'm not going to jeopardize my, my health because of it, my safety because of it. And I also have very strong beliefs about it. So does, so does my partner, but he's just not as vocal about it. But we were being blamed for this, or more specifically, I was being blamed for this and for this cancellation of a dinner and and we just set beautiful boundaries and we had discussions on the phone we didn't we didn't respond negatively we didn't lash out and you know when i talk to family members i didn't try to change their beliefs i didn't try to push my beliefs on them i just wanted to come at it from a place of we have differing beliefs and that's okay so let's move forward together in a, in a way that's loving and respecting. And I want to make sure that you are feeling okay and, and and all of these things. So I even though I was the one being hurt, I made sure that I was giving them as much love as possible. And I came into it with the understanding that I'm not trying to change them. I am not trying to make them understand the only thing I am trying to do is let them feel my love. And the rest is up to them. And I ended up having beautiful interactions. And there are other family members that they are really sitting in their wounds. And that's okay too. And I cannot cannot change that. And I'm not going to try to change that. And And the one family member that lashed out the hardest and hurt me the most is the one that's still sitting in wounds and we're just having respectful distance right now and there's there's some things around that where it's sad because we're not getting to interact with family at this time but we're holding that space of love and respect and the other thing that happened is that both myself and my partner suggested to family that they just not follow on social media. Distance yourself. If you, if you are feeling triggered or upset by my beliefs, then, then distance yourself. And it's, it's not an offense to me or anything. Just take that space for yourself. Take all of that space that you need until such a time in which you feel safe. And that is the most loving thing that we can do. Now, on the flip side, if I were to continue to hold on to that need to be fully liked and understood, I would not be able to have moved through this in the way that I did. I would not have been able to respond in the way that I did. And I would not be feeling as good today as I do. And I would not be in my authenticity because honestly, when, when I had people lash out at me, oh part of me just wanted to run and hide. And and not be a part of it anymore. I didn't want to be a part of it and risk risk losing things and risk my voice and, and, and all of these things. I had so many fears come up. I just, I wanted to go back into my turtle shell and and not be my authentic self. But at the same time, on my own soul's journey, and you will feel this too at some point, you will no longer be able to hide and if you continue to hide parts of yourself, It's going to hurt. Like I can, when I think about not speaking up now, I can feel like physical hurt in my body. I can feel hurt in my soul. It actually causes me pain to not be in alignment with my soul, to not be living in my authenticity. So I'm trusting that spirit, source creator, has a plan and that I am walking through my purpose and that I am in alignment with my soul and that as a result of that, I am divinely supported and I am divinely supported to be myself and still be able to navigate life and family and friends. You know, I wish I could say that As you step more into your authenticity, eventually people will fully understand you, especially your family. But the truth is, is that they may never fully understand you. But we're just working to a level of love and acceptance. And sometimes love and acceptance looks like setting boundaries. It might look like having some distance for a while. It might look like in person you don't always talk about these things or when something gets too heated you just change the subject. Remember that as we do this work, as we grow, as we grow and go along our spiritual journey, as we step into these positions of being spiritual leaders, part of being a leader is knowing when to lead and when to follow. Is knowing when to speak up and knowing when to not push beliefs and teachings and everything on other people. And it's also about understanding and realizing where someone else is at in their journey. There there will be people in this lifetime and they, they may be very close to you like your parents, your loved ones they may not grow to the level that you want them to. And you have to let go of their journey. You can impact their life. You can bring lots of love into their life without trying to change them and trusting that the love that you bring to them will help them. Even if it Even if you don't see it in this lifetime, you are actually helping the evolution of their soul. So it's a lot of trust. And when you come up against this judgment, rather than reacting, you take the time to center yourself and then you respond with love. When you react, it's typically out of fear. But when you respond, you can do so from love. And that is the key difference. And that is what's going to allow you to be your authentic self, to live your purpose, to speak to the world in the ways that you are called to, to impact the world in the ways that you are called to, and still have acceptance. And remember that when someone is judging you, not accepting you, blaming, shaming, hurting you, it is because of their own wounds. And when you can understand that it's not about you, it's about them, you can let go of taking all of that on because it's not about you. And anything that they are saying does not change who you are at the core You are still good. You are still this beautiful soul. So you can let go of that attachment to what they are saying. And you can live your best life and they can live hopefully their best life. And you can find some harmony. And then again, there are times when that harmony is going to be found in separation. but responding from love is key and it will make you feel so much better. And truthfully, it'll help them feel better too. So let yourself be you. Let yourself show up in authenticity you are worth it and you are an incredible incredible person and if you are feeling called to step into this let yourself do it and remember that especially when we look at things like social media if you, have, if you start speaking your deeper truth and you have people unfollowing you, even if it's friends and family, understand that those people who unfollow you are actually giving you the space to step more into your authenticity. So that's actually a beautiful gift and it's not a bad thing. It might still hurt, it might still sting. Let yourself feel that and then accept it as the gift it is. I love you so much. You truly are amazing. And I'm so grateful for you listening to this podcast to have you in my life. And I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for joining me today on the Soul Service Podcast. If you love what you heard, I would be over the moon if you would share this episode with your friends and leave me a five-star review and subscribe over on iTunes. I want to help as many people as I can, and I can't do it without your support. I'll see you on the next episode.